One, two, three. Do it. Oh, Case on a deep drop. Steps up in the pocket. He'll fire to the right side. Caught by Diggs. Stay up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Defensive side of the ball, Mike. Defensive, um, you know, I think there's less to talk about here, right? Because there's not a ton of changes. Um, I think the writing was on the wall. We knew, we talked about it all last year that uh, Dejo was probably gone, uh, especially when Anthony Harris came back. I think Dejo was due five and a half million on his deal. None of it was guaranteed. Yeah, and Harris came in and played very well last year. So um, I think that was just a... Really sense. easy move. Um, Anthony Harris, by the way, restricted free agent in 2019, so we were able to get him for I think 2.9 or just around three million a year, um, which is a savings over over Dayhill. I think overall it's a better situation because he's younger, he's got I think a higher ceiling, and he like you said he played very well for us in the last couple of years. No, excited. I mean, Harris is one of my favorite players on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, so Louis Dejo, Barr comes back, a guy that presumably was signing with the Jets and then all of a sudden was not. Um, I, I think there's an article out there about that whole process. Yeah. And it's it's very interesting of what he kind of went through where um, he got the offer from the Jets. He agreed in principle, right, the whole thing. Yeah. And then he mentions, like, okay, so that got leaked, and then he just had a sinking feeling like he'd made a mistake. Okay. And here's the thing that, that I read that his agent did. So he called him back and he said, all right, well, what do the Vikings need to get to make you happy? Okay? And he said, okay, they need to get to here. And then what the agent did is 10 minutes later, you called him back. No one, he didn't have the deal in place with the Vikings yet and said, okay, the Vikings got there, you're a Viking. And he was ecstatic and excited. He's like, okay, that's the response I was looking for. Now I'll go finish off the deal with the Vikings. So... That, I think, is an interesting concept for the Vikings fans of this generation, really, because we haven't been a sought-after destination for quite a while. And then now you see some of these players taking less to stay here. You see some of these players that are clearly offered more, but they stick around here because of the culture we built, because of the team we have, because of the coach we have, because we know that we take care of our own early. Right? As far as I'm concerned, Adam Thielen's contract, he could have played out until 2021. And I would have been perfectly fine with that because he signed that contract knowing full well what the numbers were. But we took care of him early in 2019. We took care of Daniel Hunter a year early because we saw his trajectory. We saw, hey, we should take care of him early. And you want to know what? It's already paid dividends for the team and for the player because he got paid a year early. And we get him cheaper than the going rate for some of these defensive ends. Right. So I think that's an interesting an interesting dynamic that I don't think I'm used to seeing with the Vikings. That we're such a sought-after destination that people will take pay cuts to stay here or to come here. Yeah. No, I I would agree. I think, for me, um, I thought Barr was gone. I was saying that all mm-hmm. of, of last year. I think we were saying it all. I think both of us were saying it all yeah, last year. And we just didn't see a, a scenario where we could keep them. So, personally, I, I guess... What it means to me is I'm just excited to see like what this means for him because I would assume he had some pretty good conversations with uh, Zim and and talking about maybe hey you know 
I'm getting offered X amount of money to go here, and they're saying they're going to be using me this way. Um, right. Maybe not, but I, I got to believe that he knows he can be used a little bit more dynamically, right. so and, I'm hoping to see that. And that's that's what we were harping all last year. It, like, we think that he wants a different role. And what was that conversation like that he was receiving with, with the Jets? Like, are they going to use him more as a DE? Are they going to use him more as a kind of free with guy? What are they doing with him, and what are the Vikings countering to that? Because I think that's the, that's the biggest piece. Obviously, he wants to be here with his friends, noticeably um, Kendricks, who he went to college with. I think that's that's a that's a big driving factor for him to come back. But there's obviously got to be the incentive of what does he want to do and what does he want what does he what role does he want to play, right? Yep. Um, what other thing was I going to mention here? So another fun thing with the Jets and the Vikings. So. We stole Anton Winfield from them, okay? Because we were both pursuing Antoine Winfield when that happened. We paid Antoine Winfield more. We stole um, Barr from him most recently. A couple years ago, Cheryl's went to the Jets to interview, and we paid them more to come back here, so we stole him. Also, Cousins turned down $3 million more per year to the Jets to come here. So basically... We're basically beating the crap out of the Jets and free agents. They come here instead of the Jets, and it's—I don't think—it's—it's it's pretty hilarious to me. I don't know. I don't know what that is for you, but I yeah. I mean, I will say you know I've, I've driven by the Jets stadium before. Uh, nice looking from the outside. Uh, Isn't it in New Jersey? Yeah, yeah. Just out, just before like you go into the tunnel there. Why, why don't they call the New Jersey Jets? I don't know. I don't know. Um, NJJ, like that. I mean, that works. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. NJG, that that's works a too. That's a different show. Yeah, we we could talk podcasts and what what things should be named and whatnot. But anyway, so to wrap up this whole digression. Okay. It's it's just it's a different change of pace when when players want to come back here, and I don't think the Vikings anticipated that even being an option. Because my feeling is, last year they they kind of laid it out. Okay, this is the best we can offer you. Right, so we, they later all said, "Okay, this is the best we can offer you," and then he said, "Okay, that isn't really going to work for me," and then pursued other op- options when free agency opened up, and then he said, "Okay, I really want to make it work with you guys," and then the Vikings upped their offer to the max they could do. Right. I think that's what happened, and that's I I I think I enjoy that feeling. <laughs> Sounds like you do. Yeah. It could be the gin and tonics too. I don't know. Yeah, there's that. All right, let, let's shift to uh, more uh, more on the the DB side of things. So there's there's obviously a, a handful, here, yeah, a handful. Um, I mean, you want me just to to rapid fire this or uh, do it? So question. Right. No, I'll give it to you. You give me a question. You send it right back. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> question one: Is Rhodes on the decline? Yes. How bad is that decline going to be? It's just one A, but one B. Um, not substantial enough where it's going to be annoying to every fan, but I think we have seen peak roads. Do we extend them and no, and no, we don't extend them. No, we want to extend them at like a lower rate. No, okay, don't extend them. So basically, he's going to play out his current deal or be cut. Yes. Okay. Second question: Can Wayne's take another step? Like, if, like if he's a carpenter building stairs. He's got like four steps to go. We are. Is, is, is he going to take another step up? To we make are. Step? We are very close to the top 
Um, peak I, I could see another here, step. Peak wanes? Yeah, I could see another step. Okay. But we're very close to the top. Here, okay, here's the question. We might be there. Are we at Marlin or Damon Wayne's? <laughs> I don't know. What? It's a simple question, Mike. Are we we're, at Marlin or Damon we're, Wayne's? We're we're at uh, we're at Damon. Oof. Yeah. I don't know if I like that answer. Well, I mean, you asked the question. Okay. Third question, Mike. Can Max stay improved enough to warrant a second contract? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, so last year, I think we saw him competing with, uh, um, why is the name escaping me? Um, J. Ron Curse for that kind of yeah. back role. Yep. Um, so you think he's going to be improved enough? Is he going to be kicked outside, possibly, when uh, when uh, Rhodes? <laughs> when Rhodes open up again? Possibly. Um, I'm actually worried for that second contract. I don't know that the Vikes are going to offer him enough money. Okay. Um, I think he might warrant enough from his play to actually get offered a little bit more elsewhere. What kind of discount do you think he would give us to stay I, here? I don't think he would. I don't okay. think he would. Um, a player like that, if you earn... I mean, think about it. Someone maybe might be willing to give him a $1.5 million, $2.5 million bump over what we would. Um, and when you're looking at contracts at that, those lower numbers, I mean... That's so substantial. That's not Cousins okay. going 82 to 84. That's that's just a big number. Crystal ball here, though, Mike. If he plays out two years of that, that deal, that new deal he gets away from us, that $2.5 million above us, and he doesn't quite play up to that expectation of that contract, and he gets cut, does he come back for us? No, I can see that, yeah. Okay. Question four, Mike. You ready for this? Yeah. I don't think you are. Oh, I'm ready. Are you prepared? Yes. How does Hughes respond post-injury? I think he's going to be great. Um, okay. I think we've seen it uh, in the NFL overall that uh, players are able to respond going back to Adrian Peterson um, at a much quicker timeline. I think they've really uh, they've nailed down the rehab process for okay. those sorts of injuries, and I look for him to come back and be an impactful player. So um, I, th I think he's going to be a great a great piece for us this year. Okay, Mike. With all with all this, this this gobbledygook going on, there's there's lines going to all different types of articles yeah. and news articles. It, it's a spider web of of storylines and and players. Yeah. Where the hell does Javon Curse fit into all this? Because we've seen him play. We've seen him play quarterback. We've seen him play nickel. We've seen him play safety. Where does he fit? Well, I mean, what what does Zim always say? You can you can never have uh, enough corners. You can have enough corners. So okay. I think when I look at this. There's always at that position someone that's that's banged up, um, and to have a player like Curse that's familiar with the system is able to be uh, relatively versatile. I, I okay. think that he's just always going to have a spot to fit in. Um, I'd love to tell you that hey, we're going to have an issue because everyone's going to be happy or healthy, hopefully happy. Uh, Holton Hill is coming back from a suspension and and whatever, but. I just statistically, it's probably unlikely that we get to that point where you literally have this group of uh, whatever it is amount of guys, and you're wondering, oh, what are we going to do with this guy? But if we get there, we'll yeah. deal with it at a different show. Okay. Um, so question six here, which really isn't a question, but Zim and Cole aren't really good at developing <laughs> cornerbacks, are they? No, they're terrible. <laughs> I mean, we haven't produced like top cornerbacks at all out of relatively. Little picks. No, they keep like getting that. lucky in the draft. Okay, yeah. okay. I just, I just want to make that clear. And for those of you that don't understand sarcasm in the tone of our voice, we're being extremely sarcastic. Zim and Co. have been extremely adept at developing corners, and um, there's no reason to expect that Hughes, Hill, um, Boyd, who we just drafted, 
um, J. Ron Curse, Anthony Harris, all these guys won't continue to, to develop and get better as they spend more time with Zimmer in the system. Um, I, I think they just completely excel at, at developing these guys. And honestly, I wouldn't even be sad if we just started to ship off some of these guys like the Rhodes while he still has value and be like, okay, we'll trade away Rhodes. Why not? No, I again, like like I told you, I, I think you're at you you've hit peak roads. I wouldn't be sh- shocked if uh, something like that, yeah, was gonna happen. All right, we got one more phase of the football to go through. Before we do that, Mike, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and we'll talk about some special teams. Perfect. That sound good? Yeah. All right. All right, coming back in there, and we're talking about the special teams unit, yes, Michael. Yes, special teams. The third phase that, uh, basically like the red-headed stepchild, if you understand the analogy, Mike. I definitely do. Yeah. Well, you're not red-headed or a stepchild. No. Yeah. Questions for a different podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, special teams. Obviously, we saw the departure of special teams coordinator Mike Briefer. Is this bad? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Honestly, I think he should have gone several years ago when Blair Walsh basically imploded. <laughs> he has shown that he is basically good at one thing, and that is destroying kickers. <laughs> I don't think that is a surprise to anyone, and it shouldn't be. And if you're sad about the departure of Mike Briefer, I would encourage you to, to <laughs> you know, have a beer and celebrate the fact that we will no longer be destroying kickers in the Vikings. I like you. <laughs> I like you too, Mike. Um, so, what the hell is the guy's name we brought in? Like, Marwin or some, something? No, that's the twins, Marwin Gonzalez. They brought him in from Houston. So, it's, okay, so, just to be clear, <laughs> we did bring in a Marwin into the, into the Minnesota. No, that's the evolution guy. He's got the Galapagos. No, that's not Marwin. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's Darwin. I'm just with, it's, with it's the a play. It's, it's a not, play. I was going to keep a, rolling. Even it's not a Marwin. Okay, okay. It's, a, it's a Darwin. Okay, and what's his name? Okay, I mean, I got I got the coaching staff up here. Let me see. Offense, defense, special teams. Marwan Malouf. Okay, first off, great name. Yes. Appreciate it. All right. It's it's out of the ordinary. It's not like Mike Smith. Like who the hell wants a coach called Mike Smith? It's like. That's not even interesting. It's special teams. It's supposed to be special. Marwan Maloof, okay? Okay. These are his assistants, okay? Ready? Are you ready? Uh, yes, I'm ready. Assistant special teams coach. First name, Ryan. What do you think his last name is? Peter. No, Ficken. Ryan Ficken. Wait. Ryan Ficken. Wasn't that a kicker at one point? Ficken for like the Rams? No, but... We have a kicking coach, who was a former kicker for the San Diego Chargers. You ready for his name? Nate Kading. Nate Kading, you got it. <laughs> How do you spell Kading? K-A-E-D-I-N-G. Damn it, they backfired. <laughs> uh. So yes, we have a kicking coach, who I think Zimmer was pretty much adamant on after right. the last yeah. couple seasons of, of bullish. Um, we have a new special teams coach, which I think I watched one presser with him, which... It's a special teams presser. What can they really talk about? <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty much, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, but not really. Right, yeah. You know. 
So, new special teams coach. I don't know what to expect. Well. Well, Columbus wasn't looking for America, my man, but that seems to work out for everybody, didn't it? <laughs> That's all I'm going to say there. As far as the place kicking goes, it can't get much worse. So okay, that's a bit. You've been a little unfair really? with Kai. You've been a little unfair with okay. Dan. Okay, with Kai, I will agree with you. With Dan, no, he you had a down year last Dan, year. Okay, uh, Dan's gonna rebound. Career-wise, he had a down year last year. Am I wrong? He had a down year. What is the agree. only? What is the only agree. change in his career that's produced listen. that down year? Let's look forward. Working for Let's look Mike forward. Dan Bailey will be a top. Four kicker from accuracy this year. And I will bet it, whatever you want to bet, I'll throw it on the line. Well, do you really want to bet? Or you just Top want to, four. Or you just want to bet? Accuracy. Okay. That's taking into account everything. Extra okay. points, okay. Okay. 56 yarders. Real question. Real question. Do you actually want to bet, or do you just want to bet the ceremonial six pack of beer? No, let's bet it. I bet you a jersey. Ooh. That he will not be top four. Oh. Put it on the line. You ready? I'm ready to go right now. Caveat one. What's we caveat? we can we won't include like if a kicker comes oh, in. Oh, so now there's caveats. No, no, but, well, okay. here, here, here. What if a kicker is like two for two? I don't want to count that as they're a hundred percent and they're knocking him out with like forty-seven kicks. You know what I mean? You gotta have over well, X yeah, amount. Th- okay, yeah, yeah. that was my only thing. Yeah, you can't have like a two for two. It's gotta right. be like it's gotta be a legitimate yeah. kicker for one of the teams. Yeah, so basically PFF level of legitimacy for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Deal. We were shaking hands right now. You heard it on the podcast. We're betting New Jersey on this. Now, I'd like to point out that I didn't specify what type of jersey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no, current level jersey. All right, New, yeah. new Jersey to, to buy. Right. Down the line. You know, you're getting a Bailey jersey if he wins it for me. I'd be okay or, with I that. I mean, I am, actually, I'd, right? I'd be okay with it. Who's your, who's your least favorite player? Then I'd give you a jersey after. I already have a Ponder jersey, so you're not really going to do too much That's for true. Me. I can't really beat that for your lowest level jersey. Really going downhill at this point. Yeah, well, you know, his special teams it really isn't much to talk about. Cheryl's, uh, he's um, gone. So Cheryl's gone. Who's going to be a punt returner? It's a big question. We have Amir Dubu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've had a little bit too many G&Ts right now. <laughs> but they are delicious. Uh, no, I think... Amir Abdullah, he's done some returning. Um, Mike Hughes, but Mike with Hughes. The, coming off the injury, I can't Holton imagine. Hill? Holton Hill's done some Holton returning. Hill, potentially. Um, wasn't, did, did they have Mike Boone actually do some preseason returns? I thought I heard also Mitchell. Oh, really? I thought I heard that, but that could be wrong. I might need correction on that, but I thought I heard Mitchell was doing something. So, I mean, I guess we, we're, they're probably going to try out a fair amount of guys during preseason. Right, because um, you have a tenured guy like Mike Sherrill. Mike Sherrill. Marcus Sherrill's leave. Yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for you for over a decade. You need to have someone to fill that void and someone that's got some reasonable experience, so I kind of doubt they're, they're going to put a rookie there. Although, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But crazier things have happened. No, but, you know, with the way the NFL has gone anyways, it's not that big a deal. But, um, yeah, so keep an eye on that. That's something that we'll flush out, obviously, as we get a little further into... That's probably something we'll look for in camp, actually. Absolutely, and we'll get to that in a second here. Um, so, third point on special teams, Mike. Yeah, Bailey back okay. on low deal. No, okay, now to be clear, to, to clarify this, if Bailey is not the kicker for the Vikings, I win the bet. 
He is going to be the kicker for the Vikings. But if he is not, I win the bet. No, the bet's dead then at that point. I think. No, it's not. Well, we're, it's not even going to be... We don't need to talk about it because Bailey's going to be the kicker for the Vikings. Okay, but if he's not, I win the bet. We'll talk about it off the air. Okay. So, Bailey is back on a very low deal. Let me just bring that up for a second. Yeah, it was minute. like a million, wasn't it? Well, do you, do you want to fill some time like here while I bring this up? It's so like 1.1, 1.2. So we don't have dead air? Anyways, Dan Bailey... Is coming off a little bit of a down year. He's gonna bounce back. He's indoors. He's gonna be a accurate. Big fucking down year. Okay. I'm ready for it. Okay. What do you think Dan Bailey's banking? One million. One point one. One nine even. One nine. One one even. One one zero. Oh, that's what I said right off the gate. No, you said one point one. No, I said one million. One point one. Either way, Bailey only, gonna be only two hundred fifty k. He's gonna be fantastic this year. So, you think so? yeah. If they had confidence in that, they'd give more than a million dollars, Mike. No, no. He, he's coming back on a team-friendly deal so that they can win a Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. This one is a kicker concerned about that. Should be. I would have backed the Brinks truck up for... Yeah, you would have paid $9 million for Goskowski. That's right. Who was never going to leave New England anyway. I love how every time we tell that story, you increase the million mark. By the end of the season, you're going to be like, he would have paid $30 million for Goskowski. Uh... <laughs> New special teams coordinator. Did we approve them? You already went over that. Kicking coach. Katie, what did you just start at the? Okay, but but did we actually do that? Like, what do we feel about this guy? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's special teams, right? So I haven't devoted a lot of time yet since you know it's. It's a special topic. Well, it's just it's a little early to, to deep dive into the special teams right now. I mean, I, Mike, I hey, okay. if you if your special teams your thing, Mike, I don't want to. No, it is never. <laughs> Never too early to deep dive into special teams, okay? You feel like we're going to lose one game on special teams due to the changes we made? Yeah. Is that serious? Yeah. I think there's going to be like a muff punt or something that's going to be critical to a game. You're crazy, you're crazy man. You're crazy. I, Am I? I just... I just Am I, though? I think that's a little bit of a ridiculous... Uh, was it 2016? I think we lost to Dallas because of a muff punt from Thielen when Charles was hurt. True, but Thielen is a classic in uh, fumbling, or at but least it was. Was that, not, was that or was that not a special teams okay. bumble that lost us to football? So, game? I didn't know we were going on to bold takes for the year. Is that really a bold take, though? <sighs> we potentially have a new long snapper. I will. I will. Uh, no, no significant con- continuity. I will circle back. Circle back to the six pack bet and say we will not lose a game due to special teams this year. Okay. No. If we're gonna make that bet, it's gonna be okay. The wash is we don't win or lose a game. But if we lose a game due to special teams, I win. And if we win a game due to special teams, you win. No, because you say you're feeling like we're going to lose a game on special teams. And I do feel we will. So that's the bet. I just bet a jersey that Bailey's gonna be top four. You can bet a six pack that we. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. okay. All right. Let me let me hit the bet signal. All right. Let's 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 shift. We spent too much time on special teams for this early in the season. But let's the, shift okay, to camp. Wait, we didn't we didn't say the kitchen kicking coach. What does that gain us? Um, I you know I think that it it's to me it's it's looking at. Most every other position has a has a positions coach, right? Where you're able to come in, you're able to talk, you're able to work one on one. It sounds like in the past here, we've almost had kickers that have been out, like they're just doing their thing, and they get a little bit of look from a special teams coach. Well, guess what? If you have a little bit of a bad run, like we've seen in the past, 
And especially what? if you're not a veteran. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying there's a bad run with recent <laughs> kickers of this team's Uh-oh, history? Going back, I don't know, my whole life. Um, you know, you don't really have anywhere to go. And I think that the, what the, what Kading's going to do is he's got experience. He's got experience, um, you know, in, in difficult situations to win games. He's got a lot of that that he can work with Bailey, who's also probably one of the most veteran kickers in the league, uh, maybe outside of, uh, what's his name, that was with Chicago, um, and just maybe now back with Chicago because they franchised him, and then he said he's not he wouldn't because play they wanted to trade, but they were like, no, we're not going to trade you. Robbie Gould, gold, gold. Yeah. good as gold. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I think it's a good thing to have that coach come in, but you know, I don't think it can hurt. Let's put it that way. Okay. Okay. I'm with you. Anyway, continuing. What All right. Look, what are we what, looking for so, in camp? so what are we going to look for in camp? And I think uh, obviously camp is kind of the next step here, right? We're uh, I don't know how many days. We're in probably the teens away from when camp starts here. You're gonna you're gonna pull that for me here momentarily. I can already tell. Um, Give me a second. But so training camp's gonna be coming soon. That's probably gonna be uh, where we're gonna shift, uh, where a lot of you know our focus will be on here in the coming weeks until we get to those preseason games. But before we get to that point, and the shows are focused on that, let's go with what are we looking for in camp? What are some of the things we already know? Um, you know, are going to be a parent and they're going to come out kind of in the wash in camp. Wait, uh, wait they have kids? <laughs> what? A parent. Oh, no. Yeah, different spelling. Um, <laughs> so I think we've, we've got a few listed here, and, and we just mentioned another one as well. But uh, okay, Hold on a second. You know Anna Vinatieri is 47 years old? No, I didn't. Actually, okay, so I should have known that one too. Okay, pop quiz. Pop quiz. You ready? Yeah. I don't think you're ready. You ready? How uh, old is Stephen Hoshka? Hoshka? Stephen Hoshka? 39. 34. It's way off. Uh, I should have said 38. Anyway, Vikings training camp. That is 15 days, 17 hours, 5 minutes, and 21 seconds as of recording this. Okay. So there you have it. So it's going to be here soon. So, uh... First and foremost, right guard competition. I think I am on the impression right now of Klein. You're you're thinking uh, potentially Drew uh, Drew Samia might have a chance there. I don't think that's obviously going to come out. In, he's not going to win that in camp, is he necessarily? Well, I, I'll say this: it would take an extremely impressive effort to win that outright in camp. Yeah. And I think it would take a similarly extremely impressive effort to win that before the season starts. Yeah. Because you're paying $15 million for a guy you're expecting him to start. That's a ton of leeway. You're at, what, a 95% chance that Klein's the starter? Yeah, probably higher than that. It would take a, a very significant effort to beat him up. Right. But still, we're going to look at, I think when we say competition, we're looking at um, maybe the, the backup there and, and maybe being able to understand mm-hmm. what... Uh, what's going to happen there is, see, is see, probably... Seeing where, where the rest of the ships fall behind them. Because yep. the ultimate deal of it is, is Klein is on a three-year deal that I don't think that's intended to be a long-term answer. So whatever you see as vetting out as number two, number three slot this year, that's going to end up eventually, if not next year, definitely two years down the road being your starter. Yep. So... Uh, number two appears to be a typo, as you put kicking competition, no, and Dan that, Bailey that. is going to be the kicker. So that's not, that's not uh, really, I'm pretty we sure we have multiple kickers on the roster right now. Move on from that one. How many, how many kickers do we have right now? Well, we unless you're going to count Nate Kading, I think that... Uh, 
Um, I'm pretty sure probably more than, at than 1K Dan Ross. Bailey. Let's let's take a look here. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we have a second kicker on the the hell is kickers? Moving on to point Hold on. three. Yeah, so like I said, we only have one kicker on the roster <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, wide receiver 3-4 competition, and I think you can go wide receiver 3-4-5-6 competition, right? When well, you look at I say a three because my, four, my foregone conclusion is Treadwell is, is decidedly out of the 3-4 com, com, conversation right now. He should not be in the conversation for 3-4 receiver. Okay. Based on what we've seen and his trajectory over years one through three, he should not be in that conversation. So let me ask you this. If they felt that way, why are you even, you know, why aren't you just, why isn't he gone already? Because it doesn't really behoove you at this point to cut him. Because you you a don't save anything, so you're you're kind of playing the mind game of if other teams get extremely decimated wide receiver and need a flyer, that's why he's there. Okay. And you're trying to you're still trying to recoup some of the the lost cost of that salary. Let me ask you this question: Will has Laquan Treadwell caught his last pass as a Viking? No. Okay. Uh, in the regular season. So, no. preseason, okay, does not count. All right, so you're going to say, so you got him making the squad, or at least... Yeah, he'll make the squad. See, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm there on that. make the squad, because he still, he still do, like, six million. Let me bring that up just to be sure. He still do a significant sum of money. Um, bring up the Vikings cap here. Bring up the Quantrell. He is due. I thought it was like two five. Three point one six million dollars. Okay. Okay. In a team like the Vikings that are pretty strapped against the cap this year and next year, if you can recoup any of that, you will. Now, <clears throat> after trade deadline, is he still on the team? I'm not certain. If we can't trade him, I think we cut him at that point. But I, th I think we wait that long to cut him off the team. Well, I mean, I, I think for me, when I when we talk the wide receiver competition, I think for me it's just it's seeing the, the younger guys come in. It's the BB, uh, Dylan Mitchell, um, you know, just a lot of the guys that we've talked about here. Uh, seeing who kind of emerges, right? right. Um, and and I'm excited about that. I would say of the few things we've mentioned here, it's probably an area that uh, will be most exciting to me in the you know in the camp era. Uh, at least right now. Um, any other? I mean, I know those are top of the kind of top of the head. Obviously, we'll have some other things emerge here as we move towards. Uh, later shows, but anything else that jumps off the top of your head from a camp standpoint? Um, Curious to see some of the safeties. Yeah. Because we walk in with we got we got Harris, we got Anthony um, Harris, or we got Harrison and Anthony Harris, which I think it should be the the nickname for that safety duo should be Harris and Son. I see what you did there. I like that. Right. 
that that's the foregone conclusion for the nickname of yeah. the safeties, which I think is extremely important for the team's success. Right. You know, so um, so we got that straightened out. But who's behind them? Yeah, no, that's a that's a fair question. So that's that's the big question in my mind is is where do we get who's behind them? Where do they come from? Is that a J. Ron Curse type thing where he kind of plays multiple roles? Um, I mean, we got Harrison Smith, Darren Smith, J. Ron Curse, Anthony Harris, Marcus Epps, Micah Abernathy. Um, let's see what else they might be listed as. Free safety. Nope. So we got five guys right now at safety. Six guys. It's seven guys at safety. Get there eventually. So, how many of those guys actually make the team, and do we do a conversion with some guys if we need it? Do we only carry three technically pure safeties? Right. I don't know what that answer is. Yeah. I mean, as you see more of a hybrid approach by certainly some of the teams. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's, that's, I think, one of the, the more intriguing positions is you see the number one and number two slotted in. Right. But behind them, it's it's a bunch of muddled, muddled crap where in previous years you never really had that ambiguity because you had Harrison Smith, you had Anderson Dejo, and then you had Anthony Harris and J. Ron Curse were kind of listed as your safety there. Right. What do you got after that? Now, I don't know. No, that's a good one. Um, like you said, I, I, I think a lot of... A lot of excitement here is going to come out in the next uh, 15 days and X amount of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're going to be looking forward to that. We're going to do an early prediction show before that point in time. Uh, but, I mean, hey, if, if you're listening to us right now, you know that we're we're on the fast track. It's preseason. Um, season will be here before you It's going to be camp and preseason. We're going to be there. We're going to be at Labor Day before you know it. So uh, we're certainly glad you're here now. And... Uh, Man, if you're still here on, the, on this uh, super show, uh, 126 minutes right now, man. Yeah, we'll probably. An hour and 26 minutes. You know, you deserve some sort of award. Maybe tweet us. Uh, we'll give you a congrats if you tweet us. Yeah. But. Like, how do they tweet at us? Uh, Musky underscore Mike. I'm at the mock seven. You know. Yeah. Um, certainly, you can find us through the uh, climbing the pocket and 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 brand new or newly. Uh, Daily Norseman, Daily Norseman SB, SB Nation, which we are uh, thrilled to be a part of. So absolutely thrilled. Um, um, I think it's I think it's been a pleasure kind of doing these first couple of episodes. Yes, kind of welcoming the new crew. You know, and we we promise we're normally not uh, this long of a show, but uh, maybe you'll demand you know, that. Every once in a while, we get in some of these shows, and they just they kind of demand further analysis. And you know, we're going to give it to you. Well, and, and now my wife is going to demand an explanation of. Uh, you know, why listen, I wasn't listen, home 45 right. minutes what ago. What you tell her is, is you tell her that the the fans of the Scolders podcast and SB Nation and Climbing the Pocket all demanded that we stay long and really explore what the off-season additions um, meant to this team. Yeah. And well, more specifically, how much of a wild card the special teams are. Well, I was going to tell her I won a jersey tonight. Well, I mean, you can tell her that, but in reality, you could just probably tell her that you lost over a hundred bucks, <laughs> because that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, we'll see. We All right. Uh, yeah. Until next time, uh, we already named yeah. where 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 you can find us. You can find uh, us there. Um, look for us probably. Too. Look for us weekly at this point, right? 
So we're shooting for weekly in the off season. Try to shoot for twice a week in the in, in season. Yeah, little yeah. Uh, recap and then a preview. Yep, that's that's what we shoot for. Um, shoot us your questions, shoot us your your comments, whatever you have. We're happy to hear it. We're happy to respond to it. Yeah. So uh, until next time, let's let's skull. Skull likes baby. Mm-hmm.